Amen. Won't you stand to your feet? Amen. And let us enter into this time of worship and praise through prayers lifted up unto the God of our salvation. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful and how thankful we are for who you are and for all that you do. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you for this Sunday morning. You brought us safely thus far. And we do thank you for your amazing grace. Grace that's been keeping us. Grace that's been holding us. Grace that has been ministering to our each and every need. You are amazing. And for that we give you praise. God right now. Have your way in this service. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Speak to our situations. Because God, though we are here, we are here with many different needs. You know the concerns of our hearts. You know the conditions of our homes. You know what we came here with this morning. But Lord, if you be so kind, let us not leave the way we came. But Lord, if we came burdened, let us leave here lifted. If we came here with our heads down, let us leave with them lifted up. If we came with tears streaming down our face, oh God, be the dryer of our tears this morning. Be the lifter of our heads, oh God. And Lord, when it's all said and done from this place, we pray that you will have been glorified, that we would have been edified, and that that old devil would have been horrified. In Jesus' name, we thank you now. In Jesus' name. We love you now. In Jesus' name, we worship you now. We give you the glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the highest praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Does anybody know he's able this morning? Does anybody know God is able this morning? I don't care what you're dealing with. God is able. We've come to worship and able God, you who are at home, you go ahead and stand to your feet if you can. We're going to worship him in spirit and truth because God is able. We ask y'all keep that same spirit this morning and sing along with us.
Deacon Shane Davis and our scripture for this morning comes from the fourth chapter of Philippians, verse 6 through 7, and reads as follows. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which pass all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your hedge of protection over our families daily. We say a special prayer for those families that are suffering through bereavement. Father, we ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them to keep the hills which cometh all help as our way. Helps come from you. Father, I ask that today's blessings inspire us all to remain faithful in our work of being the type of Christian that you intend us to be. With all those and other blessings in the Son of Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. He's able. I say he's able, church. I don't care what you're dealing with. God is able. Amen. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above what we can all ask, think, or imagine according to the power that's working within us. Amen. Good to see our youth. Deacon. Yeah, that's the youth, y'all. Amen. I know y'all looking like, yeah, that's one of our young men. He's graduating this year. Amen. Graduating from high school this year. Uh, Shane. Amen. Shane's a basketball player, a good basketball player. Hey, I don't know how tall he is. He's tall. Amen. He said, how tall is he? He's tall. Amen. And doing wonderful things. Amen. We're going to hear about more of our graduates uh, later on in the year, but uh, also we want to remind you that as graduation comes, uh, that, that we want to make sure that all of those who will be graduating will get their information in uh, to our Futures Ministry so that your senior, your graduating senior, uh, will be recognized as well. Amen. There's a deadline, and I'm sure they're going to come later on and share all that information with you, but they told us last time there are no excuses after that deadline. Amen. Amen. So let's govern ourselves accordingly. Listen, if you've got a birthday in the month of April, why don't you stand to your feet and let us see you and wish, wish you a happy birthday this morning. All of our April babies, where are you? There's some. God bless you. There's some. Happy birthday to you. God bless you. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. My mother's at home. Happy birthday to you on the first. Also, um, Sister um, Carter. Sister Carter celebrates her birthday on the first as well. There's somebody else who's on the first. Who's on April 1st, who, who is it? It was somebody else. I, it slipped my mind. Somebody else. But all your April birthday babies, God bless you. Good to see you on this morning. We wish you a happy birthday as well. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, it is, it is, we're just about um, uh, to start what, what um, getting in that season of politics. Getting in that season when uh, things are are going to, uh, political offices are going to be uh, sought after. And uh, listen, I, I, I want you, I want you to begin praying for one of our own, one of our own, amen, uh, who is putting himself uh, out for public service, amen. And I want you to receive him now, our own deacon, uh, Deacon Brian Guy. Won't you come now, Deacon Guy, amen. Good morning. For those that, that don't know me, I am Brian Guy. 
You may have heard recently, in the last few weeks, that Hines County Circuit Judge Tommy Green is retiring at the end of her term. Well, as the pastor indicated, I qualify as a candidate for Hines County Circuit Judge Subdistrict 2. Now, Subdistrict 2 encompasses Northwest Jackson, Northwest Hines County. Personally, uh, my family and I, we've attended and been members of Shade Chapel for 20 plus years. I don't know the exact date right now, so forgive me. Um, <laughs> but uh, we've had the opportunity to serve as an usher, uh, as a trustee, as a member of the Nate Ruffin Scholarship Board, uh, as a layman, uh, and personally as deacon, as pastor indicated. Professionally, I've had the privilege of serving as a uh, law clerk for Hines County Circuit Judge and, and course in particular and the judge with Judge Green. I've served as an associate attorney for Davis Foster Williams. I've served as a special assistant attorney general for the state of Mississippi. For the past 17 years or, or so, I've managed several projects. I've had the privilege of serving as both a public defender in youth court, also as a special judge. Um, I've partnered with legal services to provide service to, to low-income bankruptcy clients. Uh, I'm running simply because temperament, the experience, uh, and I'm committed. Uh, and so uh, I believe I should be able to serve the, the citizens of Hines County well. Um, I, now I ask, I ask for your support, your prayers, um, and, and, and certainly your vote, um, Reverend Harrington. Certainly, certainly your vote, because without your vote, none of this is possible. Um, but I would ask that you tell anybody that you know that lives in Subdistrict 2, Northwest Jackson, Northwest Hines County, to vote Guy on November the 8th. Real simple, just Guy. You don't have to remember a first name, just Guy. <laughs> Nobody else on the ballot is going to be named Guy. So, um, thank you, Pastor. Amen, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much, Deacon Guy. Uh, Deacon Guy. Uh, Guy. Deacon Guy. He, he's the guy. Amen. I'm just using his name right now. Deacon Guy. Amen. Amen. We will be praying for you. We'll be praying for your family. And thank you for, for your service thus far, for how you've already served. Amen. Some people, you know, amen. That's right. Some people get out there and just want, want to get elected, but they hadn't really served. Amen. Thank you for your service, for what you've already done uh, for the city of Jackson, the state of Mississippi. And we pray that God's blessings will be upon you as you seek uh, to serve the people of God in even greater capacities. Amen. Amen. Do we have representatives from our futures ministry here this morning uh, to give any instructions? If not, uh, I, I know that, listen, do me a favor, um, our young people and their parents are over in the gymnasium right now, so they're watching, did, did we get the audio worked out, audio situation worked out, they're still working on it, or, oh it is working, okay good, good, fantastic, so do me a favor, everybody who's in here, just wave right now, that's right, just wave right now, because they're in the gym right now, and they're watching and listening and everything else, and we want to make sure that they know uh, that we're including them in here in this service, amen, our youth, our youth are being re-engaged y'all. Uh, we're re-engaging our, our young people to make sure that after this time of being away for some time uh, that we come back with full programming, whether that's with our Youth for Christ or our MIME, uh, our, our uh, young people uh, 
Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, all of those various things are coming back online. And so they're meeting in the gymnasium right now, uh, getting getting ready for all of those things. I think our Futures Ministry members here right now, come on right now and share with us what uh, our parents uh, of graduating seniors need to know uh, as they come up on this time of, of celebration. Good morning, everyone. My name is Toya Brown. I'm with the K Chapel's Futures Ministry. The Futures Ministry is now gathering information for our graduating K Chapel High School seniors and our K Chapel College graduates to be recognized. I'm sorry, I was running up here. <laughs> to be recognized during Baccalaureate Sunday, which is May 29, 2022. Forms can be emailed if you just send a, um, a request to the Futures Ministry kchapel at yahoo.com and we'll just send the form to you I am here today so if you would like to get a hard copy in your hand I'm in the uh, I'm in the gym I'm sorry I really ran <laughs> it's a long way from the gym to up here um, but I'll be out in the back to make it easy for you all that's in the sanctuary to just get a form for me for a high school or a college graduate please remember these forms are due April 30th uh, 2022. No exceptions, y'all. No exceptions. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Um, and if you, like I said, if you have any questions, I'm here today. So is Karen Evans. She's here today. She's in the back. So if you catch one of us, please feel free to ask us any questions about the um, Backlord Sunday. Thank you. So you do me one favor. I want you to tag team with Ken on your way out. Tell Ken to make his way over here right now, all right? And he'll be out of breath when he gets here, too. But go ahead and do that for me, if you will. I will do it. Thank amen. You. Amen. God bless you. Listen, um, again, we thank God for our, our young people and for them being here and for the reengagement that's incurring, uh, occurring uh, with our youth department. Also, we do want to let you know uh, that this is Volunteer Appreciation Month. We will have some recognition of various volunteers throughout the month of April. Volunteers make ministry happen here at Cade Chapel, but in all local churches. And not only in churches, but in our communities. Volunteers make things happen. And we want to make sure that those who give of themselves, those who serve in incredible ways, uh, at least during this month, we take some time to recognize them and thank them for their service. Amen? Amen. And if you will, are we ready to do that right now this morning? Can we do that right now? Let's go ahead and recognize our volunteers for the month of April, for this Sunday. morning come on we can do better than that good morning you look good let's 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 give the lord a hand clap amen it is so good to be in the house of the lord with your brothers and sisters i think last year we did this and it was five of us in here and uh but still we had a praise and uh whether it's five or whether it's 500 god is so good so i definitely want to open up i'm gonna always give you an icebreaker so always be ready for the icebreaker so with that, Colossians, the third chapter, verses 23 and 24 reads as follows. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto man, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. That's God's word for God's people. So as a pastor mentioned, the K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church Program Committee, led by Sister Bonnie McNeil Harris, 
is pleased to continue our tradition in the month of April of celebrating the, the ministries that serve in extraordinary ways to make sure that the mission and the ministry of this church goes forward in the best way in our efforts of worshiping, growing, connecting, and serving. Get in your seats and get relaxed. I want you to go with me. The Discipleship Award is given to an individual or a group that strives to live a, a gospel-centered life. As, as students and lifelong learners of the gospel, they share the teachings of Jesus Christ with others. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor and privilege to present this award to a group that I feel is top-notch. Ladies and gentlemen, this award goes to I wish I have an envelope, but I could give it to you. The K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church ushers. Led by none other than Brother Lewis Gaines. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Brother Gaines. Come on, let's hear it for our ushers. Yeah. Come on, Brother Gaines. Brother Lewis Games, I, I want to say, I want to bring the pastor up here as well. Words can't express what you mean to us and what your ministry means to us. Yesterday I came through there. You remember I came through there yesterday during the funeral? And you had look you gave me? Uh, they were so focused, they were having a little pre-meeting. And, and if you ever crossed, the Brother Gross did me the same way. Brother, don't come through here, what Gross used to say. Brother, but Games, you gave me that same look. You've been the standard. The ushers have been the standard. I watched them as a young brother. Uh, you show us the standard every day. Every usher out there, I want us to show them some love right now. We appreciate everything that you do. You do such a great job on a consistent basis. Brother Games, this reads as follows. The Discipleship Award presented to senior ushers for welcoming and embracing members of CADE Sunday, April 3rd, it's okay, 2022. K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley, Senior Pastor. Amen. Our next award is the Medallion Award. Uh, the Medallion Award is given to an individual or group that exemplifies wisdom and endurance. Uh, people who provide guidance and contribute to the building of the inner strength through different ministries within this church and the community. I just want to say, oftentimes you hear people serve, but they usually serve in one ministry for, for a small period of time. Our recipient today is a volunteer in many different uh, ministries. And if nothing else has exemplified endurance, she is or has been a member of K Chapel since 1975. She volunteers at the Civil Rights Museum. She's also a volunteer at Encompass Hospice Services. She's an event volunteer for JSU Blue Bengals, and she has been a leader of the Girl Scouts here for 36 years. Please welcome or help me in acknowledging and honoring 
Miss Bertie Hill Martin. Look at that, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Plaque reads, the Medallion Award presented to Verdi Hill Martin for Endurance and Wisdom, Sunday, April 3rd, 2022, K Chapel Baptist Church, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley, Senior Pastor. Congratulations. Amen. Can we hear five volunteers? Awesome, 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 awesome. Listen, as I indicated, uh, our young people and the parents are back in the gymnasium. Uh, they're getting ready to, to really re-engage in full, uh, full force. Uh, one of the ministries that is represented back there uh, is the Girl Scouts. All of them are back there, but the Girl Scouts in particular, I wanted to highlight this morning. Uh, because did y'all get y'all Girl Scout cookies? She said, somebody said No. Uh, so, so if, if there are any extras left, there's a no back here. And she looked real serious when she said no, I'm just saying. Uh, but, but, but I wanted to highlight our Girl Scouts uh, for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, a couple of Sundays ago, you saw the Girl Scouts here uh, worshiping with us. They always come, and, and there's usually a young lady who, who provides the, uh, the, the spoken word for that Sunday. They always do an outstanding job. Uh, our Girl Scouts, hands down, are the best in the state and have been for a long time, have been for a long time. We have, we have parents all across the city, all across the county who, bring, who are not members of Cade Chapel, but bring their daughters here because they love what's happening here. Amen. And we owe that in part to some good leaders amen in fact some great leaders amen amen I, I, I was sharing with them this, uh, this week and they share with me pastor uh, we, we love Girl Scouts and we have been leading uh, but, but it's time to pass the torch y'all not hearing me he said it's time to pass the torch and, and three of our leaders I said to them, well, listen, if you're going to pass a torch, um, then, then make sure you got somebody to pass it to who, who knows the program like you know it. And if they don't know it, you will train them to know it. Amen. So that, so that the same level of service that we've had over the years, that will be guaranteed in years to come. And each of them, each of them promised me, saying, Pastor, not only will we do it, but we feel like it's already been done. And so I want to thank them publicly for their service. Amen. And I'm going to ask each of them to come this morning. They don't even know why I told them to be here. Uh, Sister Gray, Sister Donna Sims, and Sister Verdi Martin again. I want you to come back up here. These three ladies, if you will, just come here. I give it to them. 
you're looking at, all right, let me see. Y'all add this up real quick. 42, 33, and 37. That's a lot of years. But I want you to know, Miss Johnny Gray has served in this capacity for 42 years. I want you to know, Sister Verdi Martin has served for 37 years. Sister Donna Sims, 33 years. Do y'all hear me? That's commitment. That's commitment. And so these read, proudly presented to Johnny P. Gray, to Verdi Martin, to Donna Sims, in appreciation for your years of leadership, service, and unwavering dedication to the Girl Scouts. You have made a positive difference in the lives of countless young women and in the scouting community. Sunday, April 3rd, 2022, K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Amen. 112. All right. Somebody say, that's service. That's service. Amen. They said 112 years altogether. <laughs> Amen. A 117, 112, somewhere around in there. All right. God bless you. We thank you. Thank you again for your service. Well, y'all, it's giving time now. Y'all feel real good, right? Amen. Amen. So it's giving time. We ask that you now prepare your gifts. Those of you who are here, we you know that uh, the offering trades and baskets are positioned at the entrances and exits of the buildings we ask that you give as you enter if you did not have the opportunity to give as you entered please do so uh, as you leave the service today those of you who are watching online you can give by any number of ways texting to the number that's on your screen you get, may give by way of the k chapel church app as always you can drop your offering off at the office whatever you do however you do it we ask that you do two things give so liberally and cheerfully for the lord loves a cheerful giver amen amen we're coming again bye amen
Good morning. I'm you know thinking what's it to Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Heavenly Father, thank you for for this offering that is being received today as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As as we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journeys. Holy Spirit, watch over us on the on every path we follow through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This morning, there are some that are in need of your prayers. We ask that you continue to keep all the bereaved families in your prayers. To add to that list, Reverend Lewis Dunn lost his brother, Brother Claude Joseph Dunn, who lived in Cleveland, Ohio. Funeral arrangements will be shared when they are made available to us. Sister Carolyn Coleman lost her sister, Sister Ann Coleman. That funeral for Sister Coleman was held on yesterday here at Cade Chapel. Sister Robbie Singleton is asking for your continued prayers. She has outpatient rehabilitation three days a week. We also have Sister Emma Pearl Jones asking for your prayers also. These are just a few opportunities that you have to minister one to the other this upcoming week. And as I always say, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen.
just been good and merciful surely goodness and mercy has been following me all the days of my life I thank him for goodness and mercy goodness woke me up but mercy got me here goodness opened my eyes but but mercy met me here good goodness Thank him for goodness. Thank him for mercy. Thank him for goodness. Thank him for mercy.
Mm. I didn't mean to do that. But I know God's been good. God's been merciful. God's been faithful. And for this we give you praise. Philippians chapter 4. Verses 4 through 9. These words, I'm going to try to get through this. Verses 4 through 9. These words recorded. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I, I think, I think, I think I might be starting a new series and it's unintentional. Last Sunday, I told you about four things to remember when you're in trouble. This morning, I want to tell you about four decisions to make when you're anxious. Four decisions to make when you're anxious. Go with me, if you will. It's 2 a.m. Everything in the house is quiet. You should be asleep, but you're not. Because there's something on your mind, something on your heart. Something in the pit of your stomach that won't let you rest. Anybody ever been there? Rather than peace, there is panic. Rather than calm, there is chaos. Another hour goes by and maybe you've had two extended blinks of the eye, but still no sleep. Anxiety and worry have settled in where rest and peace normally reside. And it's in that place where I've come to tell you some things for you to remember. First of all, all believers experience worry. At some point or another, 
all believers have moments of, of anxiety. That is a part of the human condition. These are emotions that we feel and that faith must help us to manage. Faith, my brothers and sisters, help us to manage fear. Faith helps to restrain unwarranted worry. Faith helps us to calm the chaos and bring peace to panicked minds. Faith in God and faith in his love for you will help you to make it through life's anxious moments because you will have them. And you should not be confused on the matter. Being a believer does not mean that you won't ever worry. Being a believer means rather that you don't become saturated by your worries. Being a believer means that you don't become overcome by your anxieties. We worry, but being believers mean that we don't live in our worries. It means that we don't let worry overcome and overshadow our faith. For Jesus makes it clear when he says, in this world, you will have trouble. Tribulation is what he calls it. The question for the believer then is how to not, it's not how to prevent or circumvent life's problems, but rather how to be faithful in how we handle them. That, that is the question. Because I believe that ultimately the believer's faith is not perfected by the issues you are able to avoid and the situations you are able to circumvent or the dilemmas that you are able to dodge or the challenges that you are able to change. But faith that is perfected is faith that has been forged in the crucible of hardship. Perfected faith is faith that has been melted and molded by the furnace of affliction. Faith that has been shaped on the anvil of adversity. Faith that has been polished by the sanding of circumstances and situations rubbing up against it until its brilliance shines through. Which is to say this simply, faith, my brothers and sisters, doesn't come easily. Real faith is tested faith. Real faith has gone through something and emerged better on the other side. God, my brothers and sisters, does not only give to us that which we can handle, but through faith, he helps us to handle that which we are given. And so this text teaches you that you can handle what life hands to you without becoming overly anxious and worried by making four conscience decisions. Four decisions that will keep you from becoming overly worried. Decision number one, the decision to rejoice. Number two, the decision to pray. Number three, the decision to focus on the positive. And four, the decision to trust God. Four decisions that will keep you from living in worry. Can I unpack it for you? Number one, the decision to rejoice. The text says in verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say 
rejoice. Now you know that that I I am not one that preaches to you uh, th- this fake it till you make it kind of faith. I believe that that God can handle us in our authentic selves. And when we're angry, God can handle that. When we're sad, God can handle that. When we're upset, God can handle that. I don't have to fake with God and act like I'm something that I'm not. Wish I had a witness in here. We, we don't have to be what we are not. We don't have to feel how we are not. So when Paul says rejoice in the Lord always, he is not saying to us that we ought to act like nothing is bothering us. No, no, he is not suggesting that we put on a smile and just act like everything's all right so that everybody else will feel good about us and, and we don't feel good but we smile in any way. No, that's all right. Sometimes folk need to see a frown. Folk need to know we go through stuff too. Folk need to understand we, we aren't just living out our days in beds of roses, but, but we have problems too. Believers have issues too. Believers have children who mess up. Believers have husbands and wives who don't do right. Believers have bosses who treat them mean. Believers have all kinds of situations going on in their lives. My brothers and my sisters, what Paul is saying is that as a believer, our faith finds hope in Christ. Your faith finds joy in the God of your salvation. It is saying that even though I'm going through what I'm going through, I can rejoice because I know I'm not going through it by myself. But I've got a God who's holding my hand. That's why I can rejoice in the Lord because in the Lord is my salvation. In the Lord is my deliverance. In the Lord is my redemption. I can rejoice because even though I'm going through hell, I've got heaven on my mind. I've got the God of all salvation, the God of all creation holding my hand and walking beside me. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice when you are anxious, when you are worried, you must make the conscious decision to do what the hymnologist said when he said, turn your eyes on Jesus. That's an old hymn. We don't sing it much in the Baptist church anymore, but, but, but the lyrics are real good. It says, oh soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior and life more abundant and free. How? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. What are you saying? He's saying simply rejoice in the Lord. You might have some dark times, but if you turn your face to the Lord, you will see that there is better on the other side. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. When you are worried, when you are anxious, you must make the conscious decision to look to the Lord. And when you look to the Lord, when you fo- when your focus shifts to God and when your eyes turn upon him, the soul begins to rejoice in its savior rather than sulk in its situation. The soul begins to take refuge in its redeemer rather than to be panicked because of all of life's problems. But then secondly, when you feel worry and you will, when you feel anxious and you will, the text teaches us to make the conscious decision to pray. Verse 6 says, be careful for nothing. 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Have you heard it said before when somebody's been in a bad situation, they said, all we can do now is pray. And my question is, why is prayer the last thing? All you can do now is pray means that you tried everything else. But for the believer, that ought to be the first. Wish I had a witness in here. Prayer ought to be the first response. When, when I'm going through what I'm going through, I start with prayer and I end with prayer. Be careful for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, make your request be made known unto God. When you feel anxiety and worry creeping into your heart, into your mind, Paul says, pray. And don't just happen upon prayer, but pray intentionally. Pray purposefully. Pray with the intent of having that feeling impacted by your prayer of faith. Pray with the intent that you are putting what's on your heart on his. I don't think you heard what I said. Pray with the intent that you are putting what's on your heart on his. Cast your cares, the Bible says, upon him for he cares for you. Pray, my brothers and sisters, with the idea that once you are finished, the sweet presence and the blessed power of the Holy Spirit is going to meet you in that very moment. Pray believing that when you cast your cares upon the Lord, when you lay it at the altar, when you release it to God, that it is now in his hands. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying whatever you're worried about, whatever's keeping you up at night, whatever's causing anxiety in your life, put it in his hands. What's bothering you right now, put it in his hands. What's keeping you up, put it in his hands. What's causing you to lose your appetite, put it in his hands. What's making you eat when you're not hungry, put it in his hands. What's got your stomach in knots, put it in his hands. What's making you drink when you're not thirsty, put it in his hands. What's making you weary and worried, put it in his hands. Put it in his hands. Put it in his hands. I, I, I shared with you, I shared with you a few Sundays ago something we were going through in our house and the victory that we got when my daughter came back home. But can I tell you, those 72 hours, and my wife, my wife, we were sitting on the edge of the bed, and she told me, held my hand. We both were feeling quite anxious. And she asked me, had I spoken to one of my friends who's another pastor, chaplain? She said, why don't you call him? I called him and told him what was going on. And he said, Buckley, put me on speaker. I put him on speakerphone and he said, Sister Buckley, can you hear me? She said, yes. He said, we're about to pray. And we prayed and we prayed and we began praying for my daughter. And as we were praying, watch this, y'all. His daughter was in the car. Little girl and a little girl, little baby girl. And all you could hear her saying was, Daddy. In the background, she was crying for her daddy while her daddy was praying for our baby. 
And, and, and while he was praying, he, he, he incorporated the cry of his daughter into that prayer. And all of us felt better knowing that as we cried, we had a daddy up in heaven who was hearing our cries, who was answering our prayers. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying, listen, pray to God and expect that the God of heaven, the Father of the earth, hears our cries and answers our prayers. Make the decision, a conscious decision to pray. Put it in God's hands. Thirdly, thirdly, when you're anxious and worried, thirdly, make the decision to focus on the positive. Focus on the positive. Verse 8 says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good rapport, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. The decision to focus on the positive. Paul says, listen, you got a choice. You can make matters worse by thinking about everything that's bad or you can look at what's good. You, 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 you can focus on everything that could go wrong. You can play all of the what if scenarios in your mind and cause your stomach to get even queasier and, and your mind to get even more mangled. You, you can go down that path or you can focus on what's positive, whatsoever is good, whatever is lovely. Whatever is of good report, whatever is honest, whatever has any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. That's a conscious decision. You've got a bad situation in front of you, but you have a choice to make if you will find the positive. You choose to be hopeful. You choose to see progress. You choose to find the good news. You choose to settle your mind and your spirit and your hopes around the virtuous parts. Now, I've said this before and I'll say it again. That does not mean that you have to deny reality. When you're in a tough moment, when you're facing a troubling scenario, God does not expect you to live in a fantasy world. He does not ask us to act as if what we're going through, we aren't going through. But he does ask us to go through it walking by faith. And in walking by faith, we can then experience what I've called the duality of reality. That is to say, I acknowledge the facts of the moment, but it also means that I lean on my faith through the moment. Because both the facts and my faith are real. The facts are real, but my faith is real. It's a duality of reality. And while I acknowledge the facts, I choose in such moments to focus on the positive. I choose to think on the good, to thank God for things being as good as they are, even if they are not as good as I want them to be. Finally, and I'm through when I say this. When there is anxiety and worry around and within you, you must make the final decision to trust God. I'm through, y'all. You got to make the decision to trust God. It's in verse 9. Verse 9 says, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. 
and the peace of God shall be with you. Paul, Paul says, listen, he says, I want you to trust in the things that you have learned from me. He said, the stuff that I've been through that you've been watching, he said, I didn't go through that for naught. God had a plan in putting me through what I went through. And not only was it for my good, but it was for your good. Paul says the things that you've learned from me, the things that you've heard me preach, the things that you've watched me do in my life, the situations that I've been through, the scenarios that I've had to maneuver, all of the stuff that has happened to me, what you've seen me do and how you've seen me handle it, you do it that way also. And if you do what I've done, the peace of God shall be in your heart. Paul says the things that you've seen me do, I want you to do it because I've trusted and I've learned to trust God. My brothers and my sisters, Paul did not live a life that was without worry or anxiety. He felt worry. He felt anxiety. Oh, I'm sure that when he was shipwrecked, Paul had some worry and he had some anxiety. I'm sure that when he was bitten by a snake, he had some worry. He had some anxiety. I'm sure that when he was put into a Roman jail, facing execution, he had some worry. He had some anxiety. I'm sure that he, when he was beaten, flogged with a whip, he had some worry. He had some anxiety. I'm sure that when he was buffeted by a thorn in his flesh, that he had some worry. And he had some anxiety. But Paul discovered something that we need to leave here understanding. That God's grace is sufficient. Do I have a witness here? God's grace is sufficient. And because of the sufficiency of the grace of God we don't have to live in anxiety because of the sufficiency of the grace of God we don't have to live in a whole lot of worry because of the sufficiency of God's amazing grace good God almighty am we don't have to lose sleep at night. We don't have to pace the floor at night. But we can rest in our Redeemer's refuge knowing that the God of all creation is walking with us in the line. Is there anybody in here who can testify this morning that God's grace 
is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. That's what Paul learned when he prayed to the Lord to remove the thorn from his flesh. And God said, I'm not going to remove the thorn, but I'm going to keep it right there because I need you to learn something about my grace. And he kept the thorn there and realized that God's grace is sufficient for him. Good God Almighty. I believe that's why Paul could write a little later in verse number 11. He said, I've learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I've learned how to be abased. I've learned how to abound. I've learned. How did you learn it, Paul? Because I put my trust in the almighty God. I've learned that there's nothing I'm going through that God can't get me out of. I've learned that if I pray to him, he'll come and see about me. I've learned that there is no giant that's too big for my God. I've learned that there is no sickness that my God cannot heal. I've learned that there is no disease my God cannot conquer. I've learned I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. I've learned, watch this y'all, to put my trust in God. I've learned to trust in him. I might feel anxious sometimes. I might feel the knots in my stomach from time to time. But Brother Jones, I've learned to trust in him. Anybody else learn that? Anybody else trusting in him this morning? Anybody believing in him this morning? I will trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. And I'll keep on trusting until the day that I die. The doors of the church are open. Come on and help me sing that this morning. Stand to your feet if you don't mind. Hallelujah. Oh, I will trust.
time we normally open it up for those who are wanting prayer or for those who are wanting to give their life to Christ and commit themselves to Christ and join the church. If you're seeking prayer, I'm asking our ministers to meet you right here on this corner. There are prayer rooms in the back. I want you to take them back there and pray with them. Find out what's going on. Pray with them. If you're in need of prayer, you go with the ministers on this side. If you're ready to give your life to Christ, you want to give your life to Christ, you want to join the church, you want to become a part of Cade Chapel, either of those things, I want you to join us on this side. They're going to take you back to the assimilation room, get all the information, our new members orientation, I believe. Amen. You join us over here, new members orientation. We meet here over here, please. Go with these over here on this side. If you want to give your life to Christ, you come right now. You go with Sister Butler. If you need prayer, you want the church to be in prayer with you, you go with our ministers over here. Amen. Anybody at this time, God bless you. Come now. Come now. Come now. Hallelujah. Come now. Hallelujah. Come now. Come now. God bless you. God bless you. Come now. Hallelujah. Amen. Are there others? Are there others? Come on. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Prayer over here. Joining the church. Giving your life to Christ over here. God bless you. Hallelujah. Treat everybody right. Till I die, till I die, till I die. Let's sing that I will trust one more time. I will trust. of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace.